Welcome everybody to the first edition of the Ravens News Podcast. Uh, I'll be running down some WWE news today. And it's it's an interesting week because you have WB stomping grounds this Sunday uh, in Washington, and it is turning into a shit show. Not only do you have a card that is full of rematches from Super Showdown, but you also have the issues of Doobie struggling to sell tickets uh, to the point where, and I, I published this on, on various sites, but they're doing a two-for-one ticket sales because tickets are just struggling to sell. They're not only blocking off parts of the arena, uh, but now the sections that they have sold, they can't they can't sell anymore, right? So you have across from the hard hammer, which are the floor seats, and then the upper bowl. Those are pretty much sold out. But on the camera side... All the way from floors to nosebleeds, they can't sell tickets. Now, granted, you're going to have fans that buy tickets, uh, but for the most part, for you know a twenty thousand seat arena, WWE cannot sell tickets whatsoever, and that was a big deal uh, on Monday. And as of this recording, now obviously there's been a lot of speculation as to what WWE will do to answer these these issues. Not only due to ticket sales, you know, not drawing and not selling, but you also have just no interest from fans at a time that is very important from WWE. Not only do they have the competition of AEW, uh, but they're in the summer months. And and this time of year has been notorious for this company in terms of trying to get interest from fans. You have kids out of school, people are going on vacations, they're outside, they're enjoying the warm weather, and they're not necessarily wanting to sit down for three hours to dedicate their lives to a product that is, quite frankly, not any good. And that's a problem for them right now. And with this show, having pretty, and I'll run through the card here in a minute, but they're not, they're not doing a very good job at selling uh, this show and selling these matches that really... There's not a lot of interest in these matches at all just because, A, the characters are stale or the product is stale. But more importantly, we've already seen a lot of these matches just because they just took place two weeks ago at Stomping Grounds. Or at uh, Super Showdown, excuse me. So you have those problems. Uh, And the fact that WWE is not only just having issues selling out the arena. That's one thing. Ticket sales have been down for years now. But the fact that you can't sell you know, sell out or nearly sell out uh, a pay-per-view event, especially in a market which does not get pay-per-views that often in Tacoma, uh, is is eye-opening. Now, I should note um, that this was not the original place uh, that WWE was going to hold this event. So originally they were going to hold the Backlash pay-per-view on June 16th in San Diego. However, that had to be changed due to scheduling conflicts because WWE had to move their Saudi Arabia show, which turned out to be Super Showdown, that took place in early June. It was supposed to take place in May or late April, uh, which is what happened last year with the Greatest Royal Rumble event. But it got moved to, um, you know, the Super Showdown, they got moved to June 7th. So you have those issues, and, and really... It surprises me a lot that a market that does not get pay-per-view events, they're really not coming out in droves. Now, Washington uh, and really like Albadine and uh, Seattle, they have been hot markets for pro wrestling. Black Label Pro, for instance, they've run that a lot. 
So it's interesting that they can't sell it. Now here's the current card. Now I should preference this by stating that I am recording on a Monday afternoon. Uh, so you still have Raw and you still have SmackDown. And so I would assume that WWE is going to add several more matches to this card. But here's your top billing. You have a uh, triple threat match for the Cruiserweight Championship between champion Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, and Akira Tozawa. You have SmackDown Women's Champion Bayley defending against Alexa Bliss. Okay, that's new. We've seen it in the past, but it's new. Uh, you have Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, which is a match between two marquee stars, and two stars have been pushed heavily on WB programming over the last year and a half. However, there's really not a lot of interest in this, just because not only have we seen these guys work, uh, it just kind of seems like a, a raw TV main event. So it's nothing really important. Now, you'll have interference probably by Shane McMahon uh, to further his storyline with Roman Reigns, but I digress. You also have a Raw Women's Championship match between champion Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans. We saw that at Money in the Bank. It really wasn't that great. Lynch pretty much destroyed her, and I assume that she'll do so again. So that's another throwback. Uh, you also have WWE Champion Kofi Kingston taking off Dolph Ziggler, this time in a steel cage match. We just saw Kofi beat Dolph clean in the middle of the ring at Super Showdown. There's really no reason for Dolph to get another shot at this. Um, the only reason that they brought Ziggler back to television is just due to the fact that Kevin Owens didn't want to travel over to Saudi Arabia, uh, and they needed someone to fill in. They thought Dolph was a big enough star to draw with Kofi Kingston. I should note that the stadium that they ran for Super Showdown held, uh, 70,000 people, but only drew 21,000. So I don't know how much he helped with that. And then in your probable main event, you have WWE Universal Champion Seth Rollins taking on Baron Corbin, which is yet again another rematch from Super Showdown in which Seth beat Corbin. Uh, this time they're adding the stipulation of having a special guest referee. I don't know who that'll be. They've been teasing Brock Lesnar, but I highly doubt that. Um, I don't know, nor do I really care who they get as a special guest referee, but we'll see. So that's your uh, stomping grounds card as of right now. A lot of rematches and really just basing that off of what's on paper right now, not a lot of interest. The other news item I'd like to touch on, uh, which I find interesting, now, WB Network, they have about, give or take, time of year and everything like that, they have anywhere from 1.2 to 1.5 million subscribers for their streaming service on the WB Network. Now, from time to time, they will offer special deals. Um, and they have offered this in the past, but not recently. Now, we always hear going into pay-per-views and as of pay-per-view days, the whole new subscribers can get a free month of the WWE Network if they sign up right now. And that's still here. But they're also doing a, a different deal, and I posted this on various websites today. Uh, they are running a special from now, which is June 17th through June 24th, where you get three months of the WWE Network for $0.99. Cents. That would include getting Stomping Grounds at Stream Rules next month, NXT TakeOver Toronto, and SummerSlam in August. So you get four, you know, basically four specials uh, within a three-month time for a dollar, which is a hell of a deal, and I'll give them that. Uh, it's interesting, though, because the idea of giving away a product for free it is a lot different than trying to get someone to converge over to a paying product. The idea is people who get it for free are not willing to pay. But if you will even charge 
a minimal of anywhere from a penny to whatever the full price is. If those people are willing to pay a penny, then the conversion rate is much higher to get someone to pay the full price, which the network is $9.99. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, and so the remainder of the calendar year looks like this. Uh, I just listed stomping grounds for SummerSlam. And then you got Hell in a Cell on September 15th, Class of Champions on October 6th. The other Saudi Arabia pay-per-view November 1st. Survivor Series, November 24th, and TLC, December 15th. So that rounds out your 2019 WB pay-per-view calendar. Just some minor news and notes here. Uh, Rey Mysterio, who is out with a shoulder injury, uh, you know, he had to drop the United States Championship uh, earlier this month due to the injury that he suffered against Mojo at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view event last month. He did a surprise appearance at Sunday's uh, WB live event in San Diego by confronting Samoa Joe. So it looks like, and, and Ray's even stated this in an interview with Wrestling Inc., that he believes that he can return in late June to early July. And although WB will add a match where Joe is facing the winner of a Fatal Five Way on a night's Raw, it looks to me like they are continuing that program between Joe and Ray. Whenever Ray comes back, they'll probably run it back either at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view on July 14th, but it really depends on when Ray Ray can get back. And so they will most likely save that for SummerSlam in August in Toronto uh, to kind of finish out this program that has really started since before WrestleMania. If you recall, their first match happened at WrestleMania 35. It was a short match. They, Ray was dealing with a leg injury at the time. They ran it back at Money in the Bank, which Ray beat Joe to win the United States title. But then, of course, Ray had to drop it and relinquish it because of injury, and Joe was, you know, basically handed the championship. So it looks like they're they're going to go with that. Uh, and I'm a little bit late to this, but, of course, AEW, which debuts on TNT with their, with their weekly television show come probably September, October-ish, they sold out all out uh, in under 15 minutes, which is very impressive by a, a promotion that does not have a television deal airing right now. Granted, it'll be later this year, but you get the point. Uh, they had a tremendous success earlier this year with Double or Nothing, which did approximately, and this is reportedly, uh, 100,000 buys. Um, it's been also reported that they had up to 80,000 to 100,000 people waiting uh, online, in line, uh, to buy tickets for All Out. So AEW has a lot of momentum right now, and things look good. And finally, I just want to note this because it did come out over the weekend. Mike and Maria Canellas did sign new WWE deals uh, reportedly for five years, which is interesting considering that WB has not done a, a lot with this couple and a couple that could make some decent money and, and make somewhat of an impact outside, whether that be AEW, Impact, ROH, New Japan, etc. But for someone who is placed on the 205 Live brand, and yes, they granted, they have been pushed quite heavily on 205 Live, but 205 Live, it's after SmackDown, people don't really stick around to not only watch it on the WWE Network, but they don't stick around to watch it in attendance. So it looks to me like with the competition that WB is facing with AEW right now, basically Maria and Mike figured out, you know what, we're just going to stick here 
It's stable. We're not going to get fired unless we do something stupid. It's a bunch of money. I think Mike's 36 now. Could be wrong on that, give or take. Maria, she's in her late uh, to mid-30s. They have a child. Um, and, you know, WWE's probably not going to do a lot with them on the main roster outside of 205 Live. But to take that cash grab and go with it like that, I think that's the reason that they stayed. Uh, which is going to be interesting because right now WWE understands the competition that AEW will bring. Now, whether that trends forms you know later on with their television deal easily they could go out there and draw a hundred thousand people for their tnt show which obviously is not good and which obviously would lead to a cancellation probably move it to be our live which is their streaming service that tnt has uh they're airing their uh fire feister fest feister fest uh event next weekend on that platform so that's obviously something but if aew can come out and deliver strong ratings and they're not going to be able to compete with WWE necessarily, but they can give fans an alternative product in which they can draw and make money off of, which will hopefully get the uh, you know attention of WWE Brass and Vince McMahon to change things because WWE's product, it's no secret, it's 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 hard to watch, especially with that three-hour Raw every Monday night. So anyway, that is the first edition of the Ravens News Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, it'll probably be a weekly thing, no promises, but... Let me know what y'all think, and uh, enjoy stomping grounds as much as you can. This is Andrew Ravens, signing off.